episode 100. Woo! We, we made here. it. We in here. We've been counting, like, from, oh, yo. It's really here. Like, we really in this bitch. That's trifling. That is trifling. 100 episodes, 100, over 100 hours of content. Wow, we really got Or a little bit more 100, because you know we're in the room. We be going over <laughs> the hour. But you know what? We consistent as shit. That's so crazy. Even with us, like, having to, like, postpone certain episodes, we're still at 100. We're still at 100. And it just makes me think about, like, when we first started. Yeah, and I was like, uh. I know. And I was like, hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining in to PBS Kids. Because like, <laughs> you're so natural with, like, talking to somebody. Like, like, sometimes when, when people put, like, a camera or now I feel like I'm better. But, like, when people put stuff in front of my face and, like, go, I'd be like, you know what? Let's run it back. Let's run it back to the first episode. Yes. Okay, everyone. Uh-huh. This is our first episode of Black Girl Brunch, and I'm so excited. <laughs> you excited? So excited. I'm about to shit. Yeah, me too. I feel like I'm about to throw up all over myself. I'm so excited for this. Um, Yeah, everyone, welcome to Black Girl Brunch. Um, My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. That shit was crazy. Yes, we really came a long way. You was like, oh, my name's Sabria. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, my name is Sabria. <laughs> Scared as shit. I know. I know. It was crazy. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, like, the first episode, really not that bad, though. If you continue to listen to it. But I feel like the intros and outros were awkward for us. But then after that, mm-hmm. like, once we, like, got into it. Excuse my language. Once we got into the meat of the show. <laughs> But also, I hate like, to say that, but it's the only way to really. But know. also, ha- hearing um like constructive criticism from like our pe- like people who actually know us yeah. and seeing us interact. Because I remember when Shanae, shout out to Shanae, said y'all should be like how y'all really are, like when y'all talking and having a conversation. And when exactly. I was like, when I heard that, I was like, true. Excuse me, I'm Let's sorry. Let's get you into guys this. Kissing during our podcast. <laughs> it's just not allowed from anyone. No, pup, no affection. <laughs> If you yeah, guys are wondering who's kissing in the studio, it's <laughs> Eric and Jordan. I was like, it's not me. <laughs> I was like, it's not us, or it's not the cat. Like, it's just... <laughs> Where is the cat? Hopefully not in here, because Tiggy <laughs> like to attack people on the sly. But let's get into this show. Like, let's get into this show. You know, it's 100. We have to do something a little bit special, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what we're doing this week is spending the whole entire show answering questions that you guys sent to us via Instagram. <laughs> Twitter, Eric, stop. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter. Um, y'all responded to us on all these social sites. And we're not going to mention exactly who asked us what, unless it's, like, so funny we have to say who said this. Yeah. Because, like, some people ask multiple questions, and it's just crazy. But thanks to everyone who, like, participated. Thank like, you so much. You guys are always giving us ideas and stuff, making sure we don't, you know, making sure it's not boring. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> thank you for that. So... First question. First question. Favorite bougie vegan snack? Um, damn. Mine would probably have to be. I'm trying to think of something like the you most expensive. It. No, I feel like I've had bougier. Oh. oh, the macarons that I got from um this place in New York. But what is that fuck? considered a favorite snack? Like, cause that's not something you have on a regular. Oh, true. Like a snack, I'd be like that thing where you be like, listen, I know it's seven dollars. For one, but I really, really like it, so I eat it all the time. The fucking um, it's these quinoa crunch like it's like they like it look like little chocolate balls. <laughs> um, those are like it's not that many in there, but it's like five dollars. Damn, it's expensive as fuck. So I would say that definitely. 
wow, we just got a new question in, so I got to answer that. Um, <clears throat> but uh, my favorite bougie snack is going to have to be, uh, I guess, seaweed <laughs> is kind of bougie. When you think about it over chips, it's a lot more expensive. Seaweed is so good, but it's a certain kind of seafood. But Whole Foods starting to get the seaweed we like better. Oh, really? Yeah, I had it. Because the crunch was. Because the seaweed from Wegmans. Delicious. The seaweed from Wegmans. So good. Another thing I really like uh, that's a little bit bougie is the chocolate milkshake from Hip City Veg. Uh, 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 (laughs) See, I like the vanilla one. Yeah, we like every time I say I like chocolate, anything superior, but I like the vanilla. I'm like, damn. Never uh, let me have my little chocolate shine. <laughs> Next question. Next Can question. Can we get a segment that update us on Iman's drug dealer neighbors? <laughs> hmm, a segment. Like, uh like the thing is, like welcome sometimes. Welcome to the crack house. Yeah. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to Black Girl Crack. My name is <laughs> but like a f- segment. Okay, yeah, I'll give like updates from time to time when something new happens. Like recently I've engaged, like I've penetrated a concentration, I mean conversation <laughs> with these people. So the other day I was like <laughs> sorry, I just needed a new question. I was parallel. Was it Peter's question? Yes. I've, I've screenshotted it. The other day, I was parallel parking, trying to get into a spot. And as I was parallel parking, I saw somebody trying to zoom up in it. So I was like beeping my horn, like, "Okay, excuse me." And I realized it was like the drug dealer um, guy next door. And I was like, "Oh shit, that was kind of rude." Because I looked at, I did the math, and I'm like, "It actually would have made more sense if he parked here and I moved up." But, but I just thought I was getting Brody, so I jumped out the car and I was like, "Hey, my bad. Like, I thought you was just trying to take my spot." He said, "No, you. Th- I understand. He's the like, people be on some asshole shit when they be driving." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, be my boyfriend." Like, yeah, I was about to say, is he still sexy? Yeah, pretty much. He got nice. Dark skin, nice ass, thick ass waist. Oh, I didn't know he was dark skin. Bitch, that's the only thing I like. I only like dark skin men. True. But he, I Me too, like, but like sometimes I be caught slipping. He's a no, I feel you, I feel you. Like it's, you know, people reckless in the state. I'm like, so you get it? So you want to come in my house? Like you want to come in? <laughs> so no, I think he got a girlfriend. And like when drug, when girls be with good looking drug dealers that got personality, they will beat your ass from. And I get it. Because I fight for him too, even though he not my man. And that's that on that. That's that on that. Okay, next question. All right, Brian, come tell us our favorite demon to summon. <laughs> we told you already we like God, so we're not answering that. Favorite type of cookie? Um, what I just had, chocolate chip oatmeal from Whole Foods, baby. Damn, I can't. I can't think of. You know what? I guess my favorite cookie is oatmeal raisin. I'm not really a cookie girl. You really not. You like cup. You like cake or bust. I like cake or pie. Yeah. Nice cobbler from time to time. Cobble, cobble, cobble. Co- yeah, like cookies just be too crispy sometimes. Vegan cobbler. Cobbler is so good, especially when it's warm and it'd be a little dollop of vanilla ice cream on the side. Do a dollop, do a dollop. <laughs> and pie, too. I'm so embarrassed every time I do something like that. <laughs> Thing is, it's never prompted, and I don't understand. Cause I said a dollop of ice cream. That's what triggered that. Yeah, cause you know the um the commercial. Yeah, do I do. And they're doing it again. <laughs> do a dollop of Daisy. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. All right, next question. Next question. Favorite Beanie Baby. Ooh, <laughs> sorry, I was just shaking my. Um, I don't here. really remember Beanie Babies being anything other than just animals, right? Yeah. So, and I had a lot of Beanie Babies when I was a kid. I have a question because I have, I have. 
two baby babies. Um, obviously, the one I love is the one that's my birthstone. It's like has a it's a, like a bear and he, um, he has a rainbow body. And my birthstone is the nose. Mm. Um, and also, I have a dinosaur one. And when I was obsessed with dinosaurs, I got it when I was a kid. I feel and like it's I, still in the packaging. That's so cool. I feel like I remember being like a flamingo or something like that. Oh, I remember the flamingo gal. Yeah, that's all I, I know. Um, all right, the next question. Where do you see Black Girl Brunch in five years? Years. Hopefully making shmoney on our fucking The Reed shit or our Jesus and Mero shit. Period. Period. Period, period, period. No, seriously, same thing. I don't really know. Like, five years seems like it's so long, but it's already been two years. So um, I definitely see us traveling, doing live shows, and I definitely see this, if not my full-time job, transitioning to being my only job because mm-hmm. this is the only job I want is to be a pod- yes. podcaster. So. Yes, everything else sucks fucking cock, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. This one's kind of funny. Would you rather eat chicken or sit with Trump for an hour? Sit with Trump for an hour. I'm not breaking vegan for no fucking body. I want to. I actually want to talk to Donald Trump. Just to be I like, do. What I do. The fuck, bro? Just because I spend an hour with him, don't mean I got to be nice that hour. Exactly. I love. I would love to meet somebody like him, so I could just fucking curse them out for one hour straight. Yeah. Like no, actually, I go talk to Donald Trump for fucking free <laughs> if it meant that I can curse his ass out, possibly get a slap in. Yeah. Cause like this didn't mention that anybody else was in the room. It didn't say Secret Service was there. Mm-hmm. Say anything. So mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, I'm not eating no chicken. No. Fuck out of here. Like think about that. No. Imagine it. Never. Okay. Who is your favorite Desperate Housewives character? Um, I would probably have to say Brie. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love Brie. I love Brie. I love that she is the wildest one. My favorite episode was one where her family was just driving her bonkers, and she literally got up. Got her suitcase and checked herself into a mental institute. That's some shit I would do. Because, you know, all this time is just trying to be perfect, trying to be perfect, trying to be perfect, trying to be the best mom, the best wife. And they just will run you, run you, run you. I like that Brie never truly cracked. It's just she sensed that she was about to crack, and Mm -hmm. that's why she was like, let me go. Also love Lynette. Love Lynette. We love a a messy housewife. Mm-hmm. I love Lynette's husband too. Like they were really cute. Together. I don't remember her husband. He was. You would have liked him. He kind of reminded you a little bit of Phil from Modern Family. <sighs> love Phil. Alrighty then. Uh, so what's your favorite carnival slash boardwalk game? I really don't. I'm trying to think. What I don't like carnival games because I feel like a lot of the games have to do with like aiming, and <laughs> I, like I don't know how to aim at stuff. The right. I don't way. know how to aim, but I love carnivals. Um. So I would probably have to say, I know, the one where you got the gun and it's a water gun and oh. you shoot in it and you got to go, uh, uh, blah, blah. oh, I know what you're talking about. I like that one. All right. Well, in that case, I'm going to go with the one where you have to bash the gophers on top of the head. Oh, yeah. What's the gophers up? Um, I'm about to say pin the tail on the gopher. Whack-a-mole. Whack-a-mole. Is a, mo- is a mole a gopher? <laughs> I think I just made that gopher thing up. I think it's definitely a goal. A, a goal. I mix gopher and mole up. Whack a goal. I'm so happy that I don't see things like gophers and moles on a daily basis because <laughs> they really scare the shit out of me. Spooky. I don't like that. Spooky ooky. Um, <laughs> all right. 
This is my one of my favorite questions that we've been asked. What's the deepest mess you had to bail each out each other out of? You go first. I'll go first because I've been thinking about this. So, <laughs> rem- one time, me and Sabria went out to like. Oh. <laughs> we went. I, I was like obsessed with this one guy I was talking to. <laughs> obsessed with him. So we met him at the bar or whatever. <laughs> And I just felt that whole night. I tell Sabria, there's something inside of my head. It's not me. It's like I call her Monica. She's crazy. And she doesn't allow normal things to happen without feeding me negative thoughts. Like, hmm, he is definitely another bitch in here. That's why he acted shy towards you. Because, you know, it's he he trying to run game between you and another girl up in here. Now, mind you, it makes no sense. He's not talking to anyone else. But that was something my heart told me. So I was like, all right, let's pretend like we're going to leave and then stake out. And Sabria thought it was a dumb idea. And I was like, no, let's stake out. And I could just see her getting nervous as shit. So we staking out, watching him from across the street, watching the let out. I'm like, oh, I knew he was talking to somebody. It's like a girl. But then the girl walk away with his friend. So I'm like, damn, that's clearly his friend's girl. <laughs> Definitely not. She ain't cheating on me with her. So then, but mind you, I'm not even in a relationship. With <laughs> then all of a sudden, this nigga looks directly in my car's direction. And me and Sabrina, like, put the seats back. <laughs> and you was like, Iman, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's fucking go. Let's fuck. That... The second messiest situation I put you in was when we had, um, one time I was coming down the street and all of a sudden this guy started backing into me and he like tapped the front of my car. So I got out and was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? And instead of me sensing that this guy is drunk, (laughs) I was like, go around the block. And he was like, I I can't go around the block. I'm like, yes, you can. And yes, you will. Because there's somebody behind me. So if you want this spot, you're going to have to let me by. You go around the block. (laughs) This nigga gets in his car pulls off and hits so many other cars, right? And I'm the driver. Instead of my dumb ass trying to get as far away from this guy, the Olivia Benson jumped out. (laughs) And I was like, I'm going to run him. I'm going to run after him and get his tags. And everybody was like, what the fuck? Why would you follow a drunk driver? But I'm like, yo, somebody going to wake up in the morning and their car going to be a mess. Those cars were fucked They were, he really fucked those cars up. It's going to be expensive work. So I'm like, no, I'm following them. And then Sabria, my cousin Kiki, Lacey, everybody was like pleading, like, go, go away. Like, go away. Was Lacey in the car? Yeah, Lacey was in the car. Yeah, Lacey was. Lacey was in the backseat. Kiki was in the backseat. You was in the front. So that's two messy situations. Because I'm like, yo, I should have just left. But I wanted to invest. And when I called the cops, he didn't even give a shit. They did not give a fuck. Nobody escalated it except for me. The police. Um, and that's the situation that you had to get me out of. Oh, so I always had something to say. And I'm not somebody that just say stuff on the internet. So somebody that I know, like personally, um, has said something hella transphobic. And I was like, all right, I cannot ignore this. Like, what the fuck? So, me and this person are going back and forth, back and forth. So, I get tired of going back and forth because I'm like, I literally know you. So, I told this person to meet me at a location that we both know because we're familiar with the area. So, Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's fucking square up. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we was like arguing. I forgot how it stopped. So, I thought that was over. Then this person goes on to Facebook. And everybody know, if you know me, you know I do not fucking use Facebook. She goes on Facebook and set, like is talking about me. So Iman 
it grinds her the fuck up and is like, hold up. Wait, bitch. I know. Not, not, not now. You're going to try to fucking escape the face. <laughs> no, the fuck you didn't. And I done seen yet. You thought I wasn't going to say shit? <laughs> yeah, bitch. Are you dumb? No. And then when that escalated it, because when we brought it back to Instagram. Oh, yeah, we did bring it back to Instagram. And then we started, like, going back and forth, back and forth. And that's sad because she's my friend's cousin. But I'm like, yo, your cousin about to get fucked up. I'm I know. Really and I think you. people that follow me was, like, saying stuff. Yeah, oh, absolutely. To... And she was, like, <laughs> making her page private. Iconic. Iconic. I'm trying to think. What's the other one? I don't know. I the, feel like we we both usually messy. Yeah, if 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 we feel it messy, it's definitely a mutual. Yeah, it's uh, usually thing. Another messy situation was when you when you were in <laughs> South Philly the other like it was like last year around your birthday, and that like white lady said something. I don't know what the fuck happened, but I put the window down. It was like. You want no? What did I say? Because Eric, because um, Jarrell and Sean were laughing so hard. You want to run that back? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. want to run that back? And then Sabrina get out the car. When Sabrina, oh, I remember. When Sabrina argues, it's most people are like, "Bitch, let me just you know tell you something." Sabrina, shut the fuck up. You like, whoa, calm down, calm down. Oh, another messy situation that it was a kind of not you or Jarrell and Sean. It wasn't their fault, but I had to kick my own family out of my a cookout because I tell people all the time I'm with whoever's right and if my friends are right and my family is wrong my family gotta lead the party that's just it if you're pestering my friends and making them feel uncomfortable you you gotta gotta go go. and then Sabria was like people were holding Sabria back and she was like jumping through their legs like it's just we really be getting into dope shit (laughs) we doing better though I know, because the thing is, and the thing that makes me the most mad is, like, people never let me fight. <laughs> Nobody. I remember Adana was like, Sabrina was acting crazy. She was, I was laughing because she said you was going through people's legs. I and was. I was like, yeah, like, how did she, do? like, it's like every time somebody held you, you found the way to, like, get out of it. And I was like, yo, just fucking hold her. Because I saw that, because <laughs> I saw that girl, and I'm like, I could just put my hands around her fucking neck and just, like, me just, like, slam her on the concrete. But it was like, it escalated because then when you start screaming, I start screaming. I was like, if I say get the fuck out, get the fuck out! <laughs> That's and why then I, my eye was, like, eating rib, like, oh, shit, what the <laughs> hell is happening? My Aunt Teresa was like, the fuck? That's why I don't like to argue because I just get, like, <laughs> all right, that was a fun one. Okay. Then somebody asked how we started our friendship. So I'm going to get my version, and you can get your version, but we're probably going to have the same version. So what I remember is you was friends with my high school boyfriend, and um, that's how I heard about you. Um, And then I remember we was in some classroom, and we was talking, and I was like, oh, she cool. And that's like... Yeah, we was in the classroom talking. That's what I remember. What I remember is I was friends with your boyfriend, and he would say things like, yo, you remind me of Sabria. You remind me of Sabria. You remind me of Sabria. Then I was friends with your other best friend. And she'd be like, you remind me of Sabria. You remind me of Sabria. You remind me of Sabria. But I think my perspective of you was that you, because of who you hung out with, was that you were similar to them. So I was oh, like, um, yeah. I understand how she could, <laughs> I could remind you of her because I'm not like the people she hangs with. Not that, and that's crazy because I ended up hanging with all those people too. Yeah. And it was, they was definitely a lot cooler than what I thought. But like, at the time, I'm like, I was so quiet and I felt like y'all was just a little bit more like, you know, 
out there. So I'm like, ah, and I used to know that like rolling them, you said crazy parties, and I'm like, I would never fit in there, nothing like that. Yeah. But what we <laughs> started becoming friends was when we both was orientation counselors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, we that's was what both it was. orientation counselors, and we just sat next to each other and we just was cracking the fuck up. Yeah. And then next thing you know, we just started texting, and then like when the school year started, it was just like real natural. It just snowballed, and we like we tell people all the time we used to be a trio. Yeah. It used to be three of us, mm-hmm. and then one one girl got eliminated, and then <laughs> we're just a duo. She was not. She's no longer in the running to be America's Next Top Model. Her picture fade away, but uh. <laughs> But it's crazy because you and that girl were friends before Yes, us, and mm-hmm. then I did what I always <laughs> do. I come in the mix and I steal friends. <laughs> you really do. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, moving to the next question. Can you guys talk about veganism and how you both got started? For sure. Um, Your story probably is a little bit more interesting than mine. So in high school, I wanted to be vegan so bad because I was, like, really into MySpace, and then I would, like, follow, like, PETA, PETA2, and, like, a bunch of MySpacers who were vegan, and I always loved animals, and I watched a bunch of videos, and I was like, all right, I want to be vegan. But my parents had no fucking clue. I was, like, I was, like, 14, 15. My parents had no fucking clue what veganism was. They were like, oh my gosh, like, what are you going to eat? I wasn't sure. All I knew was I didn't want to eat animals. So one day I was home and I just stopped. I just stopped eating. I was like, I'm not, I don't want to eat chicken. I don't want to eat anything. My parents were like, what the fuck? So my dad <laughs> went and my dad, I literally was like, I don't want to, like, I'm not going to eat. Um, so my dad went out and bought me all this Morning Star stuff. Um, and all these like random products, like vegan. Uh, he bought me Morningstar. He bought you corn dogs. Right? Yeah, he that bought was me, so funny because that's bo- the first thing I bought when I went vegetarian. Yeah, he, he bought me these vegetarian corn dogs, and I've never even I've never had a corn dog in my life. Me like either. not even it, a real one. Yeah, now. I've never had a real corn dog. So he bought me those. Just bought me all this random shit. Like, oh my gosh, she said she gonna stop eating. So my parents were like, okay, you have to eat something. Like, so I was like, all right, I'll still eat seafood. So I was pescatarian. Um, I was pescatarian until, like, uh, till college. Then in college, I was like, all right, um, seafood is disgusting. And one time I paid $12 for, like, six shrimp at Whole Foods. (laughs) And that broke me. I was Damn. like, that's so fucking expensive because they were like, wow, call. And that's when I was obsessed with, like, I was so obsessed with, like, GMOs and all that stuff. So I didn't yeah. want to eat. I was crazy about you it. You were. You I were so psychopath. I was such a psychopath. I'm her. so happy that thing <laughs> died down. Like, we still like GMO-free shit. Yeah. But, but it was getting to the point where I'm like, I know, GMOs, right. right. I, was, I know, it's got a fucking GMO in it. I was intense. So, um. You the, go through that with everything, though. You went through a sodium uh, phase. You went oh, yeah, through a protein true. phase. I'm always intense You went through a stuff. carb phase, true. and then you went through a gluten. <laughs> and I'm just like, I just I was, listen. I'm like, okay. I was real intense with it. Like, the Girl Scouts blocked me because I was like, removed the GMOs. <laughs> I think Lean Cuisine blocked me. But anyway, so, um, so yeah, I, I was vegetarian in college. And then, like, coming um, after I graduated, I was vegetarian for, I think I was vegetarian for, like, probably, like, a few months because I was like yeah, by that sh- summer you were like I was like this shit is dumb I was and, mad though because I was uh, like I'm not going to have nobody had fun because I was like this is dumb like why don't you just become vegan so I became vegan um, and I had no fucking clue what I was doing I just was just like eating anything that just didn't have meat and dairy in it um, and then I that's when I was like intense with like the gluten thing and then um, I just 
and over the years, I just was like, okay, like, um, I'm just going to be, like, more, like, of a Lex vegetarian. It's like, you know, I mean vegetarian. Ew. I was Disgusting. My eyes v- got bigger shit. Vegan. Um, I'm just going to, you know, just eat. If it's vegan, I'm eating it. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was my, I literally did, like, all the steps. And everything I do, I always do a cold turkey. Like, I'm, like, very, like, protest. I think that's very protestant in my view. I'm just, like, I'm not doing this. And if anybody around me is uncomfortable with it, I don't care. I'm going to stop doing it. Right. And like I, my journey was, like, a little different because I never had any intentions of being vegan. I never did. Like, I never had yeah. any intention of being a vegan. So that's why I tell people who, who aren't as, like, hopeful and, you know, optimistic and on – on track with it as like Sabria is, like you still can become vegan because I really did not have, I never envisioned my life like that. I didn't even know what a vegan was until like a few years ago. But when I first decided to become pescatarian, it's because I watched a video called The Slaughterhouses Had Glass Walls and it was oh, yeah. disgusting. Paul McCartney was narrating it and it was just showing terrible things and I got sick from KFC chicken and I never really liked like steak and pork like that to begin with. I yeah. never liked it. I felt like I was just eating it because I was giving to me yeah so i was like um i kind of it was just like my first attempt at challenging the food that i was given Mm -hmm. and just being like okay well let me see if i can stop this and it was extremely difficult for me like the first time i tried in high school i failed then i tried again when i went to college like at the beginning of the new year it was my new year resolution and i did it but i remember it being hard i remember looking at pictures of buffalo wings on google (laughs) images like it was really hard for me (laughs) so i stayed i I thought i was gonna stay pescatarian forever like i really did i was like okay being a pescatarian is fine like i love it i feel like I'm not excluded from anything but then people will be like well what about fish lives and I would say I'm not vegetarian for the animals I'm veg—I'm mean, not pe- pescatarian for the animals I'm pescatarian for my health and for the diet then I started realizing that a lot of fish and stuff they had those just as many uh, uh, antibiotics and bad shit in it mm-hmm. and it also just felt stupid. Like, if you're going to eat a fish, then you might as well eat a chicken. Like, it is a very great, it's a great transition. Don't get yeah. me wrong. And you, whatever way you got to do it, you got to do it. But I realized that it just was clownery. And people <laughs> didn't take it any seriously. Yes, because, seriously. Because, like, you really do eat meat. You just don't eat poultry. Or yeah, because like all the time. Because like I remember I went to the Cheesecake Factory one time, and I thought I was getting, I got this jambalaya, and I thought it was just seafood in it, but it was, like, um, sausage in it <laughs> and I freaked out and I think that's another thing I was like you know what I gotta cut the shit I gotta stop eating seafood cause... cut the shit completely cause people yeah. be like you bullshit anyway I might as yeah. well put some sausage in here like yep. and they not wrong like, I might as well have just been eating chicken the entire time yeah. so then I decided to become vegetarian like I was like alright I ordered I got like a bushel of crabs and I sat in my backyard I was like get it out your system so I ate I all these fucking crabs with my cousin so much my like my corners of my mouth for burning and then i was like all right the next day i'm 20 after my 25th i was like i'm vegetarian so i was vegetarian and i knew i was going to become vegan at some point i just was having a hard time giving up certain things it was an emotional connection for food for me but what really really got me to become vegan was like talking to my uncle when he was like really really um ill like when he was transitioning to hospice care and he was saying you know don't be like me don't be a person that doesn't take care of yourself like if you think if there's anything in your life you think you could be doing to take better care of yourself, just do it because it'll be more worth it. And he was like, do you promise me? Like, promise me you'll do whatever you think is healthy. And I was like, yeah, because I want to become vegan. He was like, do it. 
do it. And it took, and I was like, okay, this year I'll do it. But then when his health like t- took a turn like really, really quickly, I decided that I needed to make my commitment really, really quickly. And I just did it with him in mind. Like, it doesn't matter how hard this is. Like, it's not harder than what he went through. And it's crazy because, again, did it for my health, did it for me. But what helped me stay was, one, doing it for somebody else and think about the animals. I was listening to this podcast, and this woman was saying how veganism is just a cornerstone mm-hmm. of living a healthy life. And I just really I really felt that. So I'm like, okay, so this is my religion in a sense, that I don't believe in consuming things uh that have been alive or have had a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So I really, it's just, it was a, it's a really beautiful journey. When I look back on it, I felt that becoming vegan so many times, but that's what make it so good to be here in this comfort zone. When I really thought I never was going to be this happy. With, yeah. And we have two different like, yeah. Uh, journeys, two different journeys. And it's just proof that you don't have to, uh, do everything the right way at first. It's just like, you got to just keep trying, like keep pushing forward. Um, and I like that people know us as some vegan bitches. Like, you know? Yep. <laughs> okay, so the four things we like about each other. Oh, God. You guys are so sappy. I know. Jesus. I hate Sabrina. I thought you knew that. <laughs> All right. Period. Okay. Well, the first thing I like about Sabrina is that she forgives people very easily. Not easily, but she tries to be understanding. You're not forgiving. I'm sorry. You're very understanding and very, like, and not just recently. Like, when we were in, like, high school and stuff, and there would be certain issues I didn't get, and, like, just teaching me how to be uh, a better advocate for, like, trans women and stuff like that. Like, I never knew how to do that. So I, I like that. Uh, two, I like that you aren't really a confrontational person, like, yeah, you snap sometimes, but you aren't confrontational. So I know that when somebody like Sabrina got smart with me, I'm like, that's not fucking true. <laughs> that's just not true. Like, she did it. You had to, like, she's a very mild tempered, like, person. As a matter of fact, I urge her to curse people out more <laughs> on a daily, casual basis, and she doesn't. So, like, don't even, don't even go there. Three, I think people don't understand how naturally funny you are. Like, it's not, like, you never try to be the fuck funny. And that's, that's like, <laughs> hilarious. Because prior to, like, meeting you, I didn't have, like, people, especially women, who had the same humor as me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was always, like, guys who had the same humor as me. Yeah, me too. Me. My cousins. And, or if it was a girl, they weren't girly. So I like that you can, like, your sense of humor can kind of, like, mesh all those things together and fuck i just had a fourth one and i forgot it um damn oh i like that you're not afraid to say well something that you don't like like i don't think i want to be a mother i don't think i want to be a wife i don't think i want to do this i don't care because like i feel like that's challenged me to think to say it's okay because beforehand if a woman's like i don't want to be a mother i'd be like oh you must want to be you must want to be. And I'm like, now and I'm like, no, there are some people who really, really, really do not want to be mothers. And that's fine. Like, that's not like a bad thing. Or being like, you know, I just want to take my wig off out here. <laughs> like, like I have right now. Like, that has been a traumatizing thing. Because I got my ponytail pulled off when I was in eighth grade. And I had crazy trauma surrounding wigs and ponytails. And then you just take yours off. And I'm like, okay, that's a way to take the power away from people. If you're not, like, awkward about it, then if they do pull it off, it's like, yes, you might still get your ass beat. But at least, like, <laughs> everybody seen me without my wig on. So it's fine. And it just kind of make me be like, mm, like, even though I do not pass gas in public uh, <laughs> willingly and you 
you do. Um, it's still like something that I'm like, okay, but she's just not afraid to do it. And I'm like, even though I try to be myself in that way, I just can't. Like, I can't pass gas. I have to go somewhere else. <laughs> All right, my four is um, how you really are the most hardworking person I know. Ooh. It's crazy. I'd be like, wow, Iman and Beyonce had the same 24 hours. <laughs> um, another thing also... How naturally funny you are. Wow. Sometimes I be like, like, I don't know why last week I laughed so fucking hard when you was looking for a charger. <laughs> like, that was so, so frustrating. <laughs> like, that was so funny to me. Um, also, how much you love your family. That also taught, I mean, I always loved my family, but I felt like, <laughs> I was like this is going to sound horrible. But, like, I felt like, oh, this is my family. Like, this is who I got. Like, I just got to, like, or whatever. But now I'm like, you know what? This is my family. Like, we're not big, but, like, I still, you know, love them. Right. And also not being ashamed of, like, how me and my family, like, grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, me and you have, like, similar, like, you know, situations with, like, our family, especially our cousins and how we, like, we all stayed at our grandmom house and, like, how we... Because, mm-hmm. like, I um, especially going to college and stuff like that, I never, like, got to talk about that because, like, a lot of people was, like, not very that, not very close um, close to their family. Um, so, yeah, how much you go hard for your family because that's taught me how to go hard for my family. That's three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, four, you really are the most confident person I know. That is so fucking crazy. I be like, yo, did this bitch be like, damn. Like, <laughs> nope, sometimes, <laughs> like, a little bit. I'm like, wow. Like, when you told me, you said, this boy told you that you, Halle Berry looked better than you, and you said no. Yeah, in fifth grade, she he wanted me to admit that Halle Berry looked better than me. I'm like, no, I'm not admitting nobody looked better than me. Fuck. I think this is. That is... Wow. Everybody was like, yo, she won't, she <laughs> thinks that she look better than Holly Berry. I said, I'm, I never said I look better. I just said, she don't look better than me. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't nobody look better than me. That was so crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I aspire to be. Oh, thanks. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to say, why would y'all do that to us? Yeah, come on now. We, ooh, sorry, I just got a text message. Okay. <laughs> if you had to choose between never making a new memory, or forgetting every member you made thus far, which would you choose? Damn. That's so... That's a, I know my answer, though, but it's still fucked up. Um, my answer is I would choose to just keep my old memories and never make a new one. Yeah, because I was about to say, we just had some funny-ass shit happen, yeah. so I just... like That's like all my dead relatives and stuff are there. I would yeah. like not know they existed. Everybody... Yeah. like The people in my life right now, I'm okay with remembering them. Yeah, also, like, your past memories make who you are. Yeah, now. so every day would be, like, a new day. Like, mm-hmm. every day would be, like, hey, how are you? And everybody, yeah. Or if I can even, can you remember language? If you can't make no new, like, it's too exactly. many questions. Or remember your humor, and that's, like, no. Yeah, like, every day you would just have to wake up. No, nah, that w- I, I would actually rather someone kill me, but then I'll probably forget to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, no. No. I'd definitely rather just live with my old memories. Because, like, you know, being 26, I have enough to last a lifetime. Like, yeah. it's fine. As long as I I, I got to be able to remember my grandma. I got to be able to remember Beachella. Like, I got to yes. be able to remember, like. When we saw Beyonce. When we fucking saw Beyonce, I have to be able to remember, like, all those funny moments. Like, that's enough for me. Yeah. I can, like, fish through my mind, like, for a lifetime and be like, yo, you have some funny things. I just hope that uh, I don't remember the bad stuff, like, Mm -hmm. as much. Like, because sometimes when you panic, you just remember, like, bad things. But, like, I I just don't want that. So, 
Um, top three heartbreak cures. For me, I like to wallow in it. The first, okay, number one, I like to wallow in it. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody breaks my heart, I don't like to be like, I'm strong. I get over, no. I like to be like, on a time and you will <laughs> You will loving yourself. I really like to be like with a fucking glass of bourbon spinning it around in my pajamas, watching like, a sad ass movie, heartbreak hotel on in the back. Like I say, allow yourself to feel and like mourn that relationship. True. Like that's number one for me. Number two is thinking about like if this person was for me, they simply would not have done what they did. Mm-hmm. That's just it. And like even though the heart, I mean, a heartbreak is somebody doing something to you. They're doing something wrong. You know, they're deciding that someone else means more. And I always remember, like, if there's ever a question between me and somebody else, choose them. Mm-hmm. Because if you're my soulmate, it should be me and me only. Mm-hmm. That's it. And number three, I go out with my friends and I talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of people don't be wanting to look hurt so they don't say anything. But like, I be going to my friends and, like, everything they say makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Like, I love when I was telling my friends, like, when I had my little feelings hurt earlier this year, I would tell all my friends stuff, and they would be like, hey, yo, she not that fine. Because I was looking at a girl's picture like, yo, she look better than me? Like, what is it? And I needed my friends to be like, hell no, girl. Like, (laughs) let's be real. And he don't even look better than you. And, like, you know what I mean? So I I needed, like, my friends. So Mm -hmm. I always say surround yourself with friends. Yep. I feel number one for me is surrounding yourself with friends. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't feel like it, it's like... Especially if you don't feel yeah, like it. Yeah, because I feel like once I don't feel like it and I actually do it, I'm like, oh, this is... It wasn't so bad. Number two, um, either blocking <laughs> that person um, <laughs> or just pretending like they don't, like, you know... Like, I know this sounds crazy, but, like, mourning the person. Like, just being like you're done and then maybe you could not because I did that to somebody I blocked them and then I unblocked them and then um they end up like trying to get in contact with me and now I don't like the feelings that the fact that I like made a art like thing about them and all this stuff I'm just like wow I really did that and you're like a dummy so like I feel better um number that was number two number three um I would have to say for me, um, watching movies mm. helps a lot. Um, right now, um, I'm watching, well, I always love 80s, like, horror movies. Um, so, like, watching, like, stuff like that. Like, stuff that reminds me of why I want to, like, it all, to me, since um, I've never been somebody that like seeked a relationship or like even dated or something like that until I got out of college because I'm like well what else is there to do and so when I watch movies and stuff like that and like movies that's like in a genre that I want to work in it reminds me of why I want to do that it brings me back to my career there is a lot else to do yes besides date there is really a lot else to do yeah so it just brings me back to that um number four would have to be talking about it yeah like just saying it out loud Mm-hmm. Just being like, okay, this, that, and the third hurts me. Slash, telling, confronting the person. 
Yeah, that is that that is a huge part uh, like I, that I missed and I just learned this year. That's a huge part, and like, I learned that again from you, just being like upfront with my feelings. Like, okay, this is what you did to hurt me. I think for so long, me and so other people, so many other people, you feel like you give somebody so much power when you tell them that they hurt you. You like you had the capability to do that, but at the end of the day, whether you say it out loud or whether you keep it to yourself. It is what it is. They hurt yeah. your feelings. So you can decide whether you want to play games in your own mind or if you want to confront it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you can either move on or let it weigh on you. And, like, also another thing somebody told me, because I was having, like, a rough-ass week. Um, her name is bad underscore vegan. Um, real name, Imani. Um, mm-hmm. On um, We love Twitter. Imanis. We do. Um, she told me that just because somebody told you the truth doesn't mean it's not supposed to hurt. Mm. And I'm like, that's so that's so true. Like, just because it was your truth and you're standing in it doesn't mean that it don't hurt me. Exactly. And it's okay because everything that if that, if it, it might not hurt you, but it hurts me. Everybody hurts differently. Yep. And I know me, I am somebody that is unnaturally sensitive. That's why when people are like, oh my God, you should go in Dean. I'm, I'm like, like, do you know what? Well, that could set my mental state, my health, my mental health back by so much. Like, yeah. let me, let, let me alone. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not a normal girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I was so funny. <laughs> All right. Next question. What's a meal that would tempt you from breaking vegan, veganism? No Nothing. meal. No milk. Nothing. Like, it's really not, like, for me, anything, like, I want, I will find the vegan version of it. Same, or I'll make it. And, like, I'm somebody that when I say that I am something, I stick to it. Like, I do not fuck around with, like, loyalty and, like, labels and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I don't, technically, I am straight edge. And I don't, like, sometimes, like, I'll say it just because it's so, like, much to be, like, oh, sober life or, like, saying that, like, I'm sober or, like, drug-free. Like, it's just, like, so much that I just, like, you know, stay straight edge. Like, people, um, some people will be like, oh, would you ever do this? Like, no. Like, this is what people know me as somebody knows me as somebody who does not drink, who does not do drugs. So this is how I'm just going to live my life. Yeah. And I and just, I stand I stand in it. Like, if I claim something or if I'm known for something, I stand in it. And I will not, you know. Yeah. Food doesn't mean that that much to me. It really doesn't. Like, even on a vegan tip sometimes. Like, if I go somewhere and there's not that many vegan options, sometimes I'll just eat because I have to to stay alive. Yeah, but, no, I'm the same way. Like, I don't. It's not that big of a deal. And I think that we're going to find a lot of power in ourselves when food stops giving us so much power. Yeah. Because that's, it's so, it's like weird because on one, on one side of the, one, some places in the world, we have it so that some people think that they can't live without certain foods. Mm-hmm. Then we have it in us, other places in the world, in this country, in this city that we're in right now, where people don't have enough to eat and they just want anything. So I feel like that's just such a weird relationship that we all have with food and that it's just a crisis right now. So mm-hmm. I try to make my relationship with food as simple as possible. Like I'm still human and I get cravings and mm-hmm. I enjoy food. But I try to remember, like, food is for energy so that I can survive, and that's it. Because I've had a hard relationship with food. And another thing is veganism is not about me. It's bigger than me. That's how I feel. Wow. Jesus Christ. But no, you're right. It's about the animals, the environment. Yeah. And people. Absolutely. But, like, when it comes to a meal, it's like, nah. Yeah. I'll pass that up. Fave anime slash uh, fave anime or anime characters? Um, you do <laughs> Um, I, so it's a toss up, 
<laughs> that sounds so fucking dirty to say. Yeah, so between um, galaxy nerds. <laughs> so um, a Sailor Mars from Sailor Moon because um, that's who I identify as, and also she's an Aries. Um, Sailor mm-hmm. Mars and um, Devil Man from Devil Man Cry Baby, um, which uh, my friends who are. Weebs, shout out to um my anime nerd friends. No, it is so fucking hard for me to finish an anime. I will finish a manga, but I cannot finish an anime. I don't know why. If you read it, which is weird because I feel like some people would rather like finish a series than finish a book. But I can read through a book, but like it's so hard for me to finish like a TV series. And Devil Man um, Crybaby was so perfect for me because it was short, and I definitely. Um, obviously identify with the devil um, in the wow. anime. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah. But he totally spies anime. It is for today. Yay. Okay. So totally spies too. <laughs> That's my favorite show. Um, first kiss stories. You go first because I got to think about my first kiss. <sighs> so this boy who I was in love with high school crazy about him like I was like oh my gosh like I really like just loved it that dude um me and him were like in my cousin's room by ourselves <laughs> oh you got cold water thanks tech daddy um I love this makes up for you not getting me there charge yes. no it baby mom had something to do with this didn't she no, it, was it was your idea okay Woo boy! Yes, I love cold That's water. That's some good old southern water right there. I love cold water. This water tastes like it's from North Carolina. It does. I feel it. But um, <laughs> we gonna be in the bed by the time start raining. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. So we was in the room. We was in my cousin's room by ourselves, mm-hmm. and I was just like, so here's the thing. I've always been now looking back. I'm like, yo, I've low key always been an initiator. Yeah. Like when I really like somebody. Mm-hmm. I would like be like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> um, so we was in a room by ourselves, and I just was looking at him, and to me, he was just like the most beautiful person. Yikes. And I know, isn't it hilarious? Um, and I just like started kissing him. Wow, you bold as shit. And we just started kissing, and we was really going at it. <laughs> and then after it was done, I was like, all right. And now, since I'm older, I can say it. At the time, I had a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell him about the that slap noise that your cousin heard. Oh, that was another. That's when me and him started. Like that, this was our thing. So this was, wasn't the first kiss. So we at my house. Her and, and the guy she had her first kiss with. Yeah, we're at my house, and my cousins is upstairs, and we're in the basement, and me and him is like. Going, I hate saying making out, but me and him is like making, like kissing all the stuff in the basement, going crazy. And I slept his ass. <laughs> See, I've always, I've always been like, I wait. Her cousin heard the noise and thought he was slapping her. Thought the guy was slapping Sabrina's ass, but Sabrina was slapping his. I've always been like, I've always had like big dick energy, like. I'm like, yo, I've always been that. I'm just like, yo, I don't give myself enough credit because I've always been like, yo, what's up? So, yeah, that was me slapping his ass. That is so fucking funny. He has such a nice butt. Yo, it's so hard for me to remember my first kiss. But, like, all right, so I got two official first kisses, all right? Because one I technically had when I was a kid, kid. Like, when I was, like, nine years old, I kissed my neighbor. 
right? So it was like a little peck, but it was technically my first kiss, so I have to mention it. My first, like, I wasn't, I didn't kiss nobody all throughout high school or college. Like, let's just put that out there. I was getting scared. I'm like, everybody else in movies be kissing in high school, at least college. My black ass, and I look good, too. Like, I was, like, real. Like, I had lost the weight. And, like, people wanted to kiss me, but it just was weird. Like, I don't know. So, anyway, this guy who just so happened to be my first, like, I remember I was just sitting there, and he just, like, went for it. And I was just, like, my mouth was getting so dry. <laughs> I just was looking, and after that, I'm like, I don't think I like kissing him. I remember you told me that. <laughs> I, was like, I don't, I don't like kissing until this day. I don't like it. Like I will like okay, you know that first initial kiss you do, and it's like oh that's amazing, but we don't need to do it for 12 minutes. Like, that is annoying. And my, my mouth be kiss- dry shit. I don't be knowing what to do with my lips somewhere. I'll be trying to get creative. Then you start doing that thing where you do the little kisses where you're like, mm-hmm. and then it's like, Bite uh, that nigga lip. That happens too. And then they start biting back. Then my lips Bite their tongue. That, that happens. And then- <laughs> Suck a start- dick. That happens. <laughs> then you start going to the neck, a little collarbone action. I'm like, yo, this is getting boring as shit. Like, I don't know. It's just, I'm not a big kisser. I like to be kissed on, but I don't like to kiss. I like to be kissed on. Yeah, I like to kiss Like, on. I like when I'm just sitting there watching TV and somebody's just kissing me. And I'm like, this is what I deserve. And I like to be kissed on my neck. I like to be kissed on my neck and my hands. Everywhere, really. But I I have this weird thing that I do with men where I like for them to kiss me. And I'm not even looking at them. Like, I'm, like, watching TV or something. And I feel so good. I'm like, this is what I deserve. Just affection. Okay? <laughs> okay. Next question. question. You're on who wants to be a millionaire. What question would 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 you uh ask would you phone a friend to each other? So I'm asked a question, right? And then I phone you or you mm-hmm. phone me on who wants to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. What would the question be? The question would have to be something Grey's Anatomy related. <laughs> something anything. <laughs> I don't know what the question it would just be anything. I'm like, well, first Meredith was with McDreamy. <laughs> and then that's when we saw McSteamy. And then that's when Lexi showed up in McSteamy. We don't have that much time. And then we had Kylie. Like, yeah. So I would answer the question. I'm like, Alex, final answer. <laughs> but um, for you, it would have to be celebrity's birthday. So true. Period. I'd be like, yo, when was John Lennon born? What was his zodiac sign? John Lennon. I believe was fuck. I think John Lennon was a Libra. Let's see. <laughs> I like Sabria. When was Jim Carrey born? John, Jim Carrey was born in January. He's a Capricorn. Sabria, when was Madonna born? Madonna is a Leo. She was born in August. Sabria, <laughs> when was Samuel Jackson born? Samuel Jackson is a Pisces. I believe his birthday <laughs> is um, in February. Sabria. When is Tina Knowles' birthday? Tina Knowles' birthday is in January. She a Capricorn. Sabria, what's Chris Rock's zodiac sign? Chris Rock is fuck. Chris Rock is damn. I think Chris Rock is a Pisces. But so what? You should not know this stuff. <laughs> I don't know what season these niggas' birthdays in. Let alone they birthday zodiac. I have no clue. Like it's not that like okay like is that enough? Oh no, I he's have... Aquarius. Chris Rock. Okay, but still like. I have no clue. John Lennon really is a Libra. That's scary because I knew that. That's creepy. I said, that's creepy. I've been like that since I was a kid. 
I know <sighs> it's. I could just see somebody's birthday once, and I know. I know. I know it's so now. creepy, and I'm like, I feel like I just learned your birthday, and like, like when you turned 21. I'm like, it's April 4th, right? <laughs> okay, so. Um, how do you get through rough mental health days, child? <laughs> Shit. I don't know. <laughs> how do I get through? I don't think I do. I feel like me getting through the days have nothing to do with me and everything to do with the days just changing. <laughs> Period. Like, uh, what I do is not eat. I do not eat my feelings because it always makes me feel worse. Yeah, That's number one. Same. I eat healthy when I feel terrible mm-hmm. because that makes me feel better. I work out. Depending on the type of, like, if I'm having a mental health day where it's anxiety, mm-hmm. I go work out. If I'm having a mental health day where I just feel weighed down, I go take a nap. And I uh, surround myself by my family. Sometimes when I'm feeling bad, I don't go around my friends because I feel like um, I feel like all my friends are kind of in the same boat as me sometimes. And I don't want to burden them with what's going on with me. But my mom is my nurturer. Like, my mom takes care of me. Like, I, I, it's like she gets on my nerves so much. But I'm so connected to her. So when I feel like I need to be nurtured and when I need to be baby, she's always there to do it for me. Like, it's every single time I go to her house, it's always like, Iman, I got a fresh blanket for you. Like, she coddles me. And that's what I need sometimes <laughs> when I have mental health, like, rough patches just to be coddled. True. Me, so I have been not doing that great mm-hmm. recently. Um, but what I do like to do is, like I said, watch movies. That helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, also, thinking of new ways, like thinking of like some kind of creative outlet. Like I made an Instagram where I will post like 80s and 90s, like horror movies or like camp movies. And that's like, I'm excited about that. And that's something to look forward to. Um, so I'm, and that's also pushing me to like, let's see how many 80s um, horror movies and 90s horror movies that I can watch. And so I could talk about it and I can like make this like my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I have so much shit going on, on my like vegan Instagram. Mm-hmm. That, but I feel, I, like, I feel like that's us. So we just got so many ideas. I yeah. still got a beauty page somewhere out there that but I need to update. Also, I feel like vegan, since veganism is my life, it's just like, it's, y'all gonna see what I eat regardless, mm-hmm. you know, when it's good. But, um, <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm chicken fingers today. I was like, I'm not posting those. But, um, yeah, that watching movies, thinking of new creative hobbies. Um, also, like, trying to... What I started doing now is, like, making positivity memes. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of being, like, ugh, like, drowning in, like, this or whatever. And also, just talking to other people, like trying to double because I always have to double check because I'm like am I crazy like am I being dramatic am I like am I doing this and like it comes from like what I realized from when I was a kid like I would be now which I know is mental illness when I was a kid (laughs) I keep laughing (laughs) delivery when I was a kid like I would be going through stuff or I would have like these like really crazy like emotional outbursts and like I was labeled as dramatic and so now sometimes I feel subconscious of my emotions so I have to like check in with other people like hey like am I being like you know what's this what's that whatever so yeah just uh like um have being validated like seeking validation from people that they're feeling the same way yeah they're feeling the same way yeah in a healthy way yes absolutely no that's also important all right, next question. 
Um, what is y'all's favorite tweet of all time? And they said y'all's, so I think I'm guessing they deep south. Oh. Or actually maybe from South Philly because they said that. <laughs> no, they said use guys. Yeah, they said Southwest, use guys. It's South so, Philly yeah, and South- Roxborough too. Oh, yeah, it's like true. In Delaware County, use guys. True, they do say that. Y'all fave tweet of all time. Um, actually, I just retweeted one that I really like. Uh, oh, one of my favorite tweets of all time. Actually, I t- retweeted it today. There's so many. I know mine. But um, say yours. My favorite tweet of all I, time. I think I know what you're going to say. Was when this girl posted <laughs> her DMs where she was like, I'm hungry. And this guy was like, what's your address? So this bird gives the guy her address and takes a picture of all the food he sent her and was like, I guess trying to flex. And somebody retweeted it and said, Ted Bundy will have a field day with you hoes. <laughs> and I think about that just at the most random times, right before bed, in the shower, at the supermarket. Like, I literally just think about somebody saying Ted Bundy would have a field day. But, like, just think about, like, if a serial killer just could do that. Like, why would you just give your address out and then try to flex? Like, look what happened. Like, Ted Bundy have a field day with you hoes. Like, y'all so dumb. That shit is so fucking That was my favorite tweet. Oh, my God. This is so so hard. Like, I, I just know there are more. That and when that it was like that uh, that gif of the Grinch is like me trying to impress a baby, and then he was like, Argh. "Oh yeah, that." <laughs> Damn. All right, I'm gonna do two then. Too. All right, cool. I'm gonna add three. All right, it's fine. <laughs> so this one I just retweeted. Some um, guy that was in the Marines tweeted at Takis and was like, "Hey Takis USA, can you help this active duty serviceman out? Apparently Kuwait has everything but Takis. Help this man out. Like he wanted free Takis." And Takis retweeted at him, "Sorry, no free Takis. Thanks for being a fan." <laughs> They said, fuck the truth. <laughs> that. <laughs> you helped this guy out. No, no sorry, free. no free time. <laughs> you know what they could have done? Ignore that. Like, they didn't have to respond. No free talking. That and when that girl said, ill, oh, you fucking a weed man for weed, a bitch that's fucking a text man for Texas. <laughs> Because I really used to be fucking a text me. <laughs> okay, another one is Yo. Um, no, I retweeted this today when ASAP Yam said, Where my bitches with torments the souls at? <laughs> Rest Yo, in peace, ASAP Yam. I can't. Sorry, no, no free talkies. <laughs> I'm about to start saying that to people. Nope, sorry, no free talkies. <laughs> what did they say? Have a good day? They said, Thanks for being a fan. <laughs> No free talkies. Thanks for being a fan. Yo, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> Thanks for being a fan. Oh, God. All right. How come y'all stopped trying to make YouTube videos? Because they took too damn long. Yeah, baby. I'm sorry. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had more, but that's it. At the end of the day, you, when it. you start getting off that eight-hour shift... Yeah. And you sweaty as shit. And we be looking rough in here. Like right now. Pro- yeah, oh my God. Right now we both got our dresses <laughs> hiked up, sweaty as hell. No wig on, of course. I feel like my lips are dry. And Two I'm different like, cracks oh, on. No. It's just like, 
when I feel like when we stop working, maybe it's just too much. Like Not we here. five niggas be having teams. It's me, Sabrina, and Eric. That's it. And yeah. we Eric has babies. Yeah. We have fucking working mental illness. <laughs> mental illness. And work. Yes. Erica, I think Eric got a little splash of mental illness, so Yeah. Just like a little side order though. <laughs> <laughs> me and Sabrina got like the entree. But he just got like a little side like like the real like the artichoke dip. That's what he got of mental illness. <laughs> but the baby's definitely like even out. Cause not he has twins. So yeah, true. That's yeah, no one has time. And <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Um this is Rex. When is Sabrigio <laughs> going to drop her macaroni? Um, what do you mean, drop I it? I guess your no. macaroni and cheese. The recipe? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, like, I think you need to make the recipe because I tell Here's you all the time. Here's the thing. Sabrina's macaroni and cheese is un... The real shit, the real tea is that I got the recipe from Peter, but I jazzed it up. <laughs> well, yeah, you want to just... When I tell y'all, I don't know what... Like, I just... Whatever well, they say to do... Whatever they say to do, I do the opposite. <laughs> They say one cup, I'm putting in four. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so you freestyle. I freestyle. Yeah, you get a recipe if you want to. Yeah. But it tastes the same each time. That's amazing. I remember when you first went vegan, you kept making that and uh the those cookies. That's why I gave 400 pounds. <laughs> oh my god. Vegan ramen or vegan uh burgers? Vegan. Okay. Now it depends on me talking. Yeah, because we talking what's about, that vegan ramen talking place? Like a fake western southwestern burger. I'm with that shit. Hands down. Put a little avocado up on it. But the vegan ramen from this place that Peter took me, I forgot what it's called, but um whew. You know what Magnifique. I'm Magnifique. I'ma say ramen because I'm really not a burger person. Like I don't really yeah, like burgers I. like that. I when I do go places and get like a vegan sandwich, it's usually like a vegan chicken sandwich. I like fake meat chicken. I don't really like the fake meat, like brown. I would say brown meat, but I meant like beef or burger. Like that's a shame. I well, really could like name things as colors in my head. But I like vegan. I love we used to do that when we was very became friends. We was like, we can hear colors. Yeah. That's crazy, but I still can hear colors. Yeah. Same. Again, I think that's just that mental illness. Like it, <laughs> it, it like be making you creative. Um I um so when I went to Tattoo Mom, I had the, the Beyond Burger. It's called T Mom's like vegan burger. Um it was really good. Mm. But you got extra vegan cheese on that bitch because they won't put it on unless you say that's something. Fucked up. Yeah. I tell you one thing. I definitely love noodles. Like I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm a, a noodle ass bitch. But you know what? It depends where I'm at too. Cause if I'm in public like, if I'm in a food court, I might do the burger. But if I'm in a restaurant, I want some ramen. Because I like the bowl so I can, like, slurp it and stuff. I could be like, you got to go to this place. And then you think, oh, everything going, but it's more vegetables. We should go the there. We should actually go there on Friday. Where? No, I know where we, we going. We going somewhere on Friday. I know. Um, oh, I think Rel and Sean are joining us because we have a celebration. Rel has good news. I'll let him tell you. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> But no, we going somewhere, Imani. Um, we going where? Oh, okay. I'm, I can't wait. Um, what stores do we shop um, in at the mall? I really don't stop shopping stores for anything other than my makeup. Like I like Sephora. Yeah. And Nyx. Other than that, I get all my clothes. I'm not lying from ASOS. I mostly shop online, or I have so many clothes I shouldn't even shop. I, oh, ASOS, and I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes I go to like a Forever Twenty One. Oh, or also, H&M. everybody know. I'm a Dallas Club bitch. Yeah, th- I haven't shopped at Dallas Club, but like you definitely I have been trying to put me on. Definitely. Um, love I want to shop like. at Zara more, but I haven't shopped there yet. Like, I, I feel like, like my. I, like style. I feel like I'm just too big. 
Nah, I don't think so. I feel like a 14 year is as US too. <laughs> ASOS is all I need to shop, and that's not a store. I love ASOS too. Favorite true crime stories. Damn, that makes me feel sick as hell, but. So, ever since I was a kid, I've been obsessed. John Bonet. Mm. Ever since I was a kid. That's been my story that I've been obsessed with. Um, yeah, John Bonet Ramsey. Also, it's other stories that I'm obsessed with, but it's more supernatural than. Um, <laughs> of course. It's more supernatural than actual, like, natural. Right. And you know what? Mine is a the McStay family case. I don't know if you remember this, but I went that family that just up and disappeared. Oh yes, you always talk about that. So I was obsessed, and like maybe high school or like when I was in college, a East a East special news story came on about this family that pretty much vanished into thin air, and I was just like, oh my gosh. It's crazy because some people were saying that they crossed the, the bridge. Yeah. They, like, crossed the bridge or something the like that. The border? Yeah, they said, sorry, the bridge. Some I was, just, <laughs> I was trying to look something up. But they were saying that they crossed the border, that they, you know, were doing this, doing that. I watched the story in 2010 when I was, like, at high school. And it was some people were saying, oh, we saw this family in Mexico. Now other people was like, no, they can't be alive. They left their dogs with no water, no food. They would never do anything like that. But their bank account money wasn't touched. It was crazy. So I became obsessed with the story. Ever, for three years, three years, like going to check the website that the guy brother put up. And then all of a sudden, 2013, my heart broke when they found the entire family's body in the desert. And I was so sick. And now, ever since then, I don't want to watch stories about missing people. I don't want to watch I it. hate missing people. I don't want to watch it because it makes me, I, I just, it, I can't imagine how their families feel. Mm-hmm. But like to know, like in like the mysteriousness of it all, like she just, it's like people just vanish into thin air. And the idea of something like that happening to me and people not knowing my story drives me crazy. Just like the um the, that couple that on South Street that disappeared. Yeah. People still don't know where they are. And also there was another one on um ID where it was this boy, he was like from the suburbs, from uh, the suburbs of Pennsylvania. He was a skateboarder and he moved to I don't know like Arizona somewhere where it was like desert. And he had like he was he, I, I know he was mentally ill. And he was like having a mental breakdown and he was like on the sidewalk and he was like walking and oh, cops said him. something t- to him. They I think, found him. Uh, yeah, they did. I think they did. And that's yeah. right. They he did. was drunk, and he like unfortunately flipped and like died. But they were con- like he flipped into the water and died. And I think people was concerned like, is it foul play involved? But, but the one that was in the desert. No, I thought you were talking about Pennsylvania. No, no, he, he oh, was shit. from. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know who you're talking about though. Yeah, okay. But no, he was from the suburbs of Pennsylvania, but he was in a desert, and they just oh. didn't know where his body was. Um, but people saw him like before he went missing. And he was like having a like I said like an episode and like people were like he then he like snapped and like being like oh I'm just out here you know getting tune with nature or something like that and like just watching it I just was like I don't want to watch stuff like this like Me not either. knowing like people because like that really but I really still be thinking about that um the south the couple that vanished in yes, South Philly too. that was it's scary and I think about Mara Murray a lot too like she is a, <laughs> a young lady who just disappeared and people think some people think she literally just left left life mm-hmm. and her car was just sitting somewhere there's like no traces of anything well that's another thing the couple that disappeared on south street they don't they don't know where their cars are 
Nothing. And then with sex trafficking and stuff being the way it is, like, I'm like, yo, people just, you never know who, like, walking, oh my God, this is getting dark, but you just never know who's, like, next to you. Yeah. So that's why I don't like nothing but no missing people. And that scarred me because my mom, like, had to calm me down. I'm like, mom, I really thought they was going to find this family. I really did, but they didn't. So that was terrible. Um, Next question. Is there anything y'all are waiting for to be made vegan? Yes. Crabs. Oh, yeah. You've been saying that for the past two weeks. I want vegan crabs. <laughs> I want to crack them, too. I want the whole experience. I'm trying to think. I want vegan crab. I want to crack it. Like, Can you pat me a napkin? Can you pat me a sauce? I don't know. Because I, I have had, a big boy. Because I have vegan shrimp. Um... Yeah, nothing for me. Well, I think you want a vegan eggnog that tastes better. Because remember? Tastes better, yes, because I do not. And I fucking know Ryan is going to bombard me with a bunch of suggestions. <laughs> but I just have not found the one. Well, bombard me with some damn vegan crab suggestions because I miss it. I miss just cracking them, you know? <laughs> I really miss like sitting like with people talking shit, eating crabs. Like, you, if you, if you eating crabs, you but and that's how I said to him. <laughs> My mom, fuck up. You, mm-mm. that's crazy. Like it's just such messiness. Like I, I was talking to this lady on the porch. I mean, the, I was talking to this lady at the nailery. We was getting our nails done, and she's like, "I just want to go home, sit on my porch, eat crabs, and drink wine." <laughs> and I'm like, I know that's the fuck right. And like that's my that was my idea of peace for a while. So I'm like, I just want to like crack a crab, crack some crabs, drink wine. But like obviously, like I don't want to eat real crabs, you know? Absolutely not. So what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Mine's is cookies and cream and rum raisin. Chocolate fudge brownie. Ew. <laughs> Chocolate fudge brownie. <laughs> ben and Jerry's. That sounds period. delicious. It's so good. Um, somebody said, what are some of your favorite examples of Philly lingo? That's hard because we speak such Philly language. Like, obviously, like, people know shit like John, and that's corny, and... Drawing. Drawing. Drawing mean, like, you you acting dumb. You just doing way, doing way too, too fucking much. And Joe mean the same thing. Like, you just too yeah. jolly. Like, you yeah. too Joe. And people not... be Joe as shit. Like, like, when, I like hate that is Joe probably one of my favorite Me favorites. too, because... Because, like, you feel like you Joe as shit. Like, niggas be Joe as shit. Like, and it just makes me so mad. Like, it just make I hate a Joe-ass nigga. Like, it yeah. just makes me so mad. I don't know if I'm going to get in my bag. It's Philly language, but that used to be really, really big. Oh, like, yeah. I, do you remember people used to say er, herb? Yeah. Like, you a fucking herb. This shit is dumb, man. I thought that was like, people in West Philly used to say it so much. Yes. My favorite uh, slang right now, I don't, this isn't Philly, <laughs> is facts. You late as shit. <laughs> okay, so what? I've been you around You fucking kids. teacher. <laughs> my, my favorite slang right now is the bomb. <laughs> That's what I was telling you. <laughs> wow, okay. Guess I'll keep this. <laughs> What's y'all's favorite memory with the other person? Um <laughs> sorry, I just was thinking about um damn, what is my favorite memory? Um shit, shit, shit. There's so much. There is so <laughs> much. I think I was laughing because I just was talking to Imani about this. Um when we went to um, Dirty Park together, and you and your fucking brother <laughs> was getting on me and your mom nerves. 
having fucking panic attacks. And <laughs> breaking out at high. Breaking out at high. And, and the thing is, so me and my are complete opposite because when I see people in distress, it make me in distress and it make me upset because I'm like, I need to do something. I need to calm down. It's cutting into my fun. Your mom didn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, we definitely, she was laughing. Your brother at the time was very young. Her young son breaking out house, she laughing. <laughs> you pan- have a panic attack, she laughing. Me, I'm just like, ups- I'm just like, what can I do to fix this? Like, and I'm like, your mom, like, help me. Like, oh, that's what I felt like. Your mom was like, like, help me, please. Help me take care of your children. <laughs> Um, I think one of my favorite memories is when we was watching th- that day when we, that day where you stayed at my house for a few nights and we committed to watching movies that neither one of us have seen. Oh yeah, and we watched Devil's Advocate. We watched Single White Female, Single White Female, and, and Frozen. Frozen. And the Frozen thing sent me because it was around that time where everywhere you go, it was like, "Why'd it go? Yeah, it's <laughs> like we don't want to see this shit." And we finally took some time to watch the movie, like, and this? we realized that Frozen was like dead ass matched up with our lives at yep. the time. Like, yo, when Elsa was saying "Let it go," she wasn't. She was was talking about some real shit yes. let go of society's expectations Period. free your mind Period. be yourself and whenever start turning her rags to riches <laughs> and she start that mythical shit start happening and she said fuck it like and she had the pump with the ponytail <laughs> slick back I was like yo Elsa said the coat never bothered me anyway I was like wow I get it like it's the not, cold shoulder of society yeah, never it's not about the weather mind. at all it's about being alone so I was like, damn. And we was in my room going off, like 23 years old. And we also went the day that, <laughs> that next day, I had showed you a picture of how I was the first time I had sex. Remember? <laughs> it was like this angle. It was like my chin looked real crazy. And I said, this is me when I first had sex. And I remember you was laughing so hard. I thought you were going to be sick. That whole week, it was like four days. Actually, it was three days because I had three days off during that time. I had four days on, three days off. Yeah. And that shit was so funny to me. (laughs) Like, why would you? Yo, it was crazy. Oh, shit. We definitely um, running overboard. Yeah, I know the password. Um, Favorite childhood game? My favorite childhood game. Like, you say video games? Yeah, sure. Tekken 3, baby. And I still got it. (laughs) (gasps) Mine was Frogger. Um, Yeah, my mom... Okay, this is so embarrassing. So my mom used to play Frogger with me and my friends. And when she used to go across the street... (laughs) This is so embarrassing. She used to have a controller in her hand. And she used to be like, ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. It was so embarrassing. She used to be like, ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. I totally see your mom thinking that just all the time. <laughs> Yo, dad, I'm about to start doing that but shit the thing when is, I cross the street. <laughs> but the thing is, I see sitting there wanting to play with my friends and she forget the controller. <laughs> I was like, I go make a pie or something. My mom like, loved Yo. Frogger. I love Frogger. Um, <laughs> it's a snowboarding game I used to love. Um, I used to love Icy Tower, too. Oh, <laughs> My God. I was about to fail school playing Icy Tower. Temple. I don't know. I used to cake mate. No, remember chocolate air? I used to hate me because it sounded like you said chocolate air. Like you used to be like, yeah, chocolate. Let me be like, nobody. Iman, chocolate air? <laughs> it's 
thought chocolate air was a game where you had to go around the world to collect ingredients and build like different chocolates. And like it was kind of like cake mania, which I was also obsessed with, like in Diner Dash and stuff like that. Uh, I love that. I used I to, to pay for that. <laughs> I used to be playing chocolate air for six hours in my room. Like, come on, man. I'm not going to be able to make my chili mango truffles if you don't. <laughs> I fucking love that game. And Uno, color number stacks, period. Yeah. I don't know how y'all bitches play it. <laughs> I don't, Uno released a tweet that was like, you're not supposed to do that. I'm like, anyway. Yeah, nobody fucking listens nobody to that bullshit. No, nobody fu- Y'all don't know shit. Y'all just made the game. Okay, so we have a question by Peter. This is like a few of our <laughs> last questions. Jesus. Um, is your pussy wetter than a aquarium? Um, Next question. <laughs> yeah. See ya. <laughs> Next Def- question. Definitely. See ya. Next question. Um, do you hate your hometown? I used to, but I do not now. <laughs> Um, I'm very indifferent. I think I, I just things that I love about it now, but I still want to peace out. I love my home. I love Philly though. Like it's crazy because as much as people get under my skin, get on my nerves, it's like being from here has made me who I am. Yeah. However, I can love my hometown and still not want to live here. But I, I, I recognize the opportunities, mm-hmm. and I didn't recognize the opportunities before. Mm-hmm. Um. But you you have to just understand the world is so big and this culture may not match mine. Like, mm-hmm. in a way, I always feel really connected to Philly because my family suffer here. Mm-hmm. But when I look at, like, the food options, the landscapes and stuff like that, I'm like, um, it really don't really match my personality. Same. So I got to kind of make peace with separating one day. Um, but it will be really difficult for me because I, I just love being near my family. Yeah. Um, and what's this last question? I don't get it. Who's how Su Suji Aura? The demon that they summon. Oh my God. I'm I don't even want to say that name out loud. <laughs> Yo, Peter and Ryan, stop mentioning demons to me in the We already told y'all we love God. Period. Stop. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the show, man. That's the questions. Thanks y'all for asking us questions that got us over an hour. I was a little nervous at first. I was like, maybe it won't last over an hour. If you didn't ask us anything. Ew. Um, you can always just ask us and we'll answer off the mic. Yes. Um, also one of our listeners is putting out a podcast soon and I want to shout it out. In the meantime, shout, yes! out, shout out to Lil Nas X, you know, for yes. being hilarious, for coming out and living his truth and just like letting, like being number one. We love it. Like we have to stand. We, I love it. I love that he's number one in the country right Me now. Too. Like, okay. So. Cashmere Pretty is her name. C-A-S-H-M-I-R-P-R-E-T-T-Y. She's releasing her podcast, Unapologetic, on Friday. Yes! It'll be on the yes. Anchor app. Drop, 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 drop a like us out. Drop, drop a like us out. Anchor drop, app, like 8 o'clock, Friday. Okay? Unapologetic. Drop that podcast. Give her, you know. Drop that podcast, girl. Drop that podcast. Give her, you know, some love and understand that, like, it's her first time. She's nervous. But she's doing it. Somebody asked us, by the way. Damn it, I didn't. I, we didn't get time to get to it, but why we decided to start a podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it was because we just was always funny, and people would be like, y'all need a show, and we didn't True. want to be on TV. And also, because at first I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. Email was like, get over here. Oh, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, because Sabrina was like, I don't think I have a podcast. I'm like, so anyway, we record um, on <laughs> And you was like, I just don't think it's for me. I'm like, so we the, <laughs> let's meet up at Barnes & Noble's and get these segments together, because we are doing it. Because if we don't do this, nothing will happen, and we both need something. So you were like, I just don't feel like I can. And I'm like, okay, so the sunken place is the segment that you like? All right, thank you. Because I'm like, you can do. I knew you could. I'm like, you're funny as shit. 
But I think it's because all because we made that one video on my webcam when we was like 15 years old and it was real cringy oh and you God. just thought that we couldn't do it no more. And I understand because that video was <laughs> fucked up. It was hard. You know what? A video I gotta find us dancing to Solange. Yo, I was thinking that sh- Please find it. I'm probably gonna cry because I was so skinny in that Me video. too. I was so, skinny and shit. But like... Yeah, we gotta find it. We gotta find that shit. We were dancing to Losing You and I was like going real, real, real wild and Sabrina was dancing real calm. It was like... <laughs> That's the beat. That's not... <laughs> Sabrina, they sound like a DJ. <laughs> anyway. But um, yeah, guys. Make sure y'all hit us up on the social media networks. Yes. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Iman Matei. Follow me on Twitter at It's Matei. You can follow Sabria at It's Frank and Femme on Instagram and Frank and Femme underscore on Twitter. Also, don't forget to follow our Black Girl Brunch Instagram at Black Girl Brunch and Black Girl Brunch Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. Also, don't forget those rating and reviews because that's how bitches be getting to how we other people to find us and shit. So five stars. Also, don't be shy. Email us. <laughs> that sounds like you want to kill somebody if they email us. Um, yeah, we're, I'm out of here. I'm so, I'm so, I'm about to cry. Usually 8.50 is what time we should. It's o'clock on the dock. I'm in my drop top, cruising the streets. Boom, boom, boom. Pretty bit at home that's waiting for me. Ow. 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 Pull up. She ain't so cozy. Hey. <laughs> anyway. Under my toesies. <laughs> I got plans to put my head on pillows. Woo, child, I can't wait to go to bed. It's raining out. It's like quiet. Okay, so it's 8.50. We usually get here around that time. Yeah, true. I usually leave my house at 8.50. That's why we end up not getting home until 12.30. So free last, free last. Thank God Almighty, free last. Thank you all for listening for 100 episodes. I swear to God, like that really means everything to us. Like I don't give a damn how much I say it. Like I just appreciate it and I'm never going to stop saying it. Like I appreciate it. Every day I feel special, every single day because people who listen to the podcast, I don't care if it's sappy. I don't care. It's how I feel. Period. All right, well, love y'all bitches. Bye. Peace.